Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes, and then visit us on our website, hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. And remember, we are now on Spotify. But if you are listening to us on other platforms, please rate, leave a review, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. So today, we are going over three different topics, all politically involved all in the political realm but three very different topics we're going to be going over john mccain he recently passed away so we're going to go over you know some of the things that happened in his life his political career his run for president and him kind of clashing with donald trump we're going to go over asia argento updates if you guys don't know we recently did an episode about one of Me Too's lead voices and how there might be a little bit of hypocrisy going on with the Me Too movement and some of its leaders. Some updates on that. We're going to get into it. And then we're going to go over this Michael Cohen, Donald Trump's longtime attorney, flipping on him. What does it mean? The legal ramifications, our theories on the whole thing. So kicking it off, remembering John McCain. What is your most vivid memory of Senator John McCain? Um, I think it's definitely going against Barack Obama. I think I think in general that 2008 campaign, both both campaigns, they they it was just something new, you know, with Barack Obama being the first black president, Sarah Palin being the first female vice president, as far as like on McCain's side. It was crazy. It was crazy, and well, candidate. She, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah candidate. Yeah, yes. not she wasn't vice president, vice presidential candidate, which definitely made it very interesting. I mean, even HBO had the <laughs> what was it, the Game Changer. Yeah, the that movie that they did, where it's like, well, who played McCain? Ed Harris, right? Yeah. And then Ed Harris, and I think I want to say Julianne Moore played Sarah Palin. Yeah. And and um. I have I haven't checked it out, but but they they have those movies. HBO has like those movies, kind of like ne- like Netflix has the Netflix originals. HBO has their originals, and that's that's one. It's called Game Changer, and I mean they made a movie. While we're it. on the topic, I don't mean to like get off topic, but yeah. I just wanted to say one of my favorite HBO original movies is You Don't Know Jack with Al Pacino. You ever seen that one? No. About I- Dr. Jack Kevorkian. Yeah, I've I've always I always sit down. And I'm like I want to watch it, and then I don't end it's up. It's amazing. It. You got you got to see it. But yeah, go. I I didn't want to change the subject, but you just we brought up HBO originals, right? Jack but yeah, working. But if you if you guys don't have HBO, you should get it. It's amazing. But anyway, but yeah, that that would be my my. Uh, I think one of the biggest highlights, if not the biggest in our lifetime, was McCain during that time. Um, it definitely was a crazy time, 2008, and it ended up, you know, he ended up losing. 
and we got our first black president. And that's just kind of like one of those things that's going to go in the history books, you know? Definitely. How about yours? I would say the same thing, him running against Obama for president. Uh, and I remember a lot of occurrences throughout that campaign where he showed to be a very uh, classy guy. Like I remember there was this one particular, I don't I would want to say it was a debate. I want to say it was more like a town hall. And yeah. a lady stood up and said something about Obama being Arab and kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah, I kind of, that. I don't know, bad mouthing him, bashing him, and McCain actually, you know, defended Obama. And he he wanted no parts of that because he even took the mic from her and said, "No, no, no, he's a decent man. He's a family man. We just differ on opinions." And that, in and of itself, is very polarizing. The difference between him and Donald Trump, yeah, and like stuff like that, you can make, you can see why they clashed. And then also, Trump, you know, obviously said some things about McCain. Like, what what he say? Uh, he, uh, what was that that tweet about oh, McCain about, being captured? Oh yeah, like oh, it's like I like I like heroes that aren't weren't caught or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's what Donald Trump is, though. He's always going to be that that way. And the thing is, too, is everyone has their their own way of being, and I that's definitely not something I I would say. But it's just like when you're at that family party, everyone everyone has that 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 person who's just really outspoken and will say something that's probably maybe they should have thought better about saying it. But I think. You bringing that up does make me think about um, how different they were, and 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 it, and it also made me think about like, I guess it made me question what lines are good to cross and what lines aren't good, and like let me give you an example. I think. Um, one of my favorite shows, again, with this HBO stuff, is Game of Thrones. And I feel sometimes Jon Snow and, and like, his, well, his dad, who was, I don't want to say too much because there's a lot of crazy twists in that show, but his, his dad in the beginning of, of Game of Thrones, uh, he ends up, he, some ends up happening. And I think what ends up happening to his dad is that, I think could have been avoided by by not being so straightforward, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like if if you don't know about the the like Jon Snow and his family, is they're very straightforward people. They they believe in you know this is an honorable thing to do. Whether whether we're gonna have to work it that way, that's our only angle. Yeah. And and sometimes I feel like when I've when I've seen Jon Snow operate and do certain things, I feel like. I don't think sometimes he lacks because he's he doesn't work the angles as opposed to say a Tyrion who is willing to 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 be a little sneakier and and and, and do things you know uh, play the game of politics yeah which which like Jon Snow will not have any part of and I remember in in in, in when McCain when McCain um was going against Obama, you kind of lacked that, like, I guess, angles. Like, like he, he didn't have the angles or he didn't, yeah. he wasn't aggressive. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. His yeah. 
his uh manner of politics was a very straightforward man well matter of fact i i if i'm not mistaken i want to say that his campaign bus was called like the straight talk express mm-hmm. like it's just like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna give it to you straight yeah but the thing is giving it to them straight is good because i feel like in large, Trump gave it to the people straight, but McCain gave it to people straight still through a very politicized filter, a very PC filter. Yeah. Whereas Trump is like, I'm gonna give it to you straight, raw, and uncut. Like you're gonna you're gonna get the raw, you're gonna get the real, and then you know, it's gonna be what it is and people are not gonna like me for it. Yeah. But it is what it is. And um I see that with him to this day that it seemed to really garner him a lot of undying political support because the the fact of the matter is that even though at the time I thought John McCain was a better candidate for president than Barack Obama, John McCain didn't understand the people's distaste for the Iraq war. He wasn't, he didn't seem to grasp that. Yeah. Like Obama did, also he liked the aggression. Like you said, he didn't he didn't really work those angles like he could have, like he should have. Like the pa- At, the uh, Obama's pastor, remember, or the the guy yeah. the guy uh, uh I want to say oh see. yeah Bill uh Bill Ayer Bill Ayer uh the the pastor like all that there was a lot of stuff yeah that you could have you could have worked on Obama and Trump would have jumped on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you, I think you should jump on it. Yeah. I think absolutely. I think you should jump on it. Actually, w- what's funny about the pastor? I want to say Jeremiah Wright was the name. Um, yes, you're right. My dad and I, we actually went to that church one uh, New Year's Eve. Obviously, not knowing that it was Obama's pastor, not knowing that Obama attended that church, just going like. Because that's that that's something that my dad likes to do. He like he likes to go to uh, church on New Year's Eve, kind of, you know, in a way like bring in the New Year, you know, in the house of God and in the presence of God, if you will. Mm-hmm. But what was funny is I remember <clears throat> that at the time Bush was the president, and one of the prayers that that the the that guy was saying. He would he would didn't do the whole goddamn America prayer that he did that that's the famous one that that was like on on video and stuff, yeah. but this particular prayer that he was doing was pretty much saying that like how we have like a horrible president a horrible leader like we're in this war yada 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 and I remember like me and my dad just kind of like looking at each other and and it's just like hmm like I don't think a pastor should say that if anything no matter who the leader is you should pray for them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Because they are the leader of the country. So that in and of itself left a bad taste in my mouth when it came to that particular church and that particular pastor. So I really wasn't surprised years later to find out that situation of, of that video where he's saying, oh, goddamn America and this and that. Because, I mean, I already knew like what dude was on when, when I heard him pray. But... um but yeah, but but the other thing was that that I think was a big mistake on McCain's part, and I don't really think that he could have worked his way out of this. 
he was establishment. Like they called him a maverick, but who uh, he, McCain? Uh, McCain? He was a maverick in the sense that like he would he would take the time out to really listen to what the other side was saying, and yeah. if it was a good call, he would apply it or he would fight for it. Because uh, I know he was he, he just was, didn't get dirty. He was friends with Joe Lieberman, who you know who's a Democrat. Yeah. But but the the issue with him was that he was very establishment. He was an establishment figure, which at the time wasn't so bad going against Obama. But that's what kind of created the clash between him and Trump and why there now there's a lot of Trump supporters. I don't know if it's it's a, if it's the right thing to do, but a lot of Trump supporters now are, are they're kind of bashing McCain and saying that you know he's like a vindictive old man because yeah. of how he clashed with Trump. Mm. I don't I don't think that that's right now is not the time or place to. McCain is passed. He was an American hero first, than even being a, a senator. And he devoted from the 80s all the way to now, whether you agree or, or not. Because, like, I disagreed. Like, recently, I was in total disagreement with the whole Obamacare thing, where he, his standpoint. I, I didn't. I didn't agree. On uh, McCain's standpoint? Yeah, McCain's standpoint. Doesn't mean I think I he's a horrible person. And yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And And the thing is this. Trump and McCain did not get along. And, I mean, if that's his request, that's his request, you know? Do you think it was petty? Because you know, like the, the White House, every, all the other, uh, everywhere else in Washington D.C., they had the flag at half what they call it, half mast or half, half staff, half staff, but but the White House didn't. Do you think that that was the White House but or that they was, did? Well, well, they did after criticism because they had oh. it up, and then now, like recently, you know, like I think during the middle of the day, that's all. Like, oh shit, we're getting criticized about this. So then they they. They put it halfway. Do you uh, think that was done on purpose? I don't know. Trump being I petty? I have I have nowhere near enough evidence at all because this <laughs> is the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah. So because, I mean, he he tweeted, you know, my condolences and all that. I think to avoid any issues, I would have, as as the president, I would have just had the stuff at half mass. That way there wasn't any half criticism. Staff, half yeah. staff. Yeah. Half. Well, no. I think it's also it's either half mass too. They, they say half yeah. mast, half staff. Half mass? I mast. Oh, I've never heard that. I always get half staff. Yeah, half staff or half mast. Because I was because I heard it today. They kept saying half mast. I was like, what? They mean half staff? And I guess that's like another term. Oh. But yeah, so they had it at at half one of those, <laughs> but um, everyone else and they had the picture where it was like the White House had it up and everyone else had it at half master half staff and it was i was like oh my god just one of those things where i know the media is going to jump on it and then it reminds me <clears throat> now that we're talking about the media when mccain and, and i and i only mention this because it's so revealing of of how 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 the media will switch up on you is uh, I remember when McCain was running against Obama and even when Romney was running against Obama and, like, there was always references about how, oh, like, these men are racist or I, I, I would remember, like, articles, reading those articles or, 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 like, you know, just bashing who McCain was. Like, for example, saying 
McCain, you know, thought that Obama was a terrorist. Like, I, I would read that type of stuff. And I thought that that was like, that's horrible because, first of all, McCain is not doing that. You know, like, he didn't yeah. do that. Actually, the, Palin was actually way more feisty than McCain was to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which is kind of crazy because it was kind of revealing of, of, of like, you know, obviously, fast forward to t- 2016, it was revealing of how unhappy people were with the Republican Party in general. Kind of like the populist, you know, populist movement and, and you know, their, their sentiments. And then you saw how even some, like, even like the lady, the shit that she was saying about the, about the calling Obama Arab and all that stuff. You saw, you even like the, the ignorance side that you saw in 2016 when it came to, to, to Trump supporters. Because, you know, Trump supporters, the, Every I think every president or every candidate is always going to have that ignorance side. I mean, any president that, that that you look at, they have the people that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They just go, they just vote for whoever the hell the person in their family vote for, just because that's yeah. I guess the cool thing. But you see that now, like that was kind of revelatory. Sarah Palin was more of a culture cultural icon when it came to. Yeah. She was kind of outside of the box when it came to yeah, that she, time. Yeah, she definitely was. And and I, way more so than McCain. I think yeah. that's one of the reasons why he picked her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was and then that's when even like the ads were a little bit more aggressive. But you could still tell he was it was just not he was he didn't feel comfortable being that way. But that was my dissatisfaction was you got to be aggressive. And that was one thing that I did not mind when it came to, to, to Trump and Hillary. They were throwing jabs at each other. But I like to see that shit. I want to see how, like, I feel like when, when, when it gets crazy and, and feisty and, and, you know, th- there's more pressure, you see who cracks and who doesn't. You see how people react and, 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 and how they don't. And honestly, let's be frank here. Like, that's how it should be to me. I mean, I feel that from 2008, from that campaign on to 2016, there was a lot of just pussyfooting over everything when it came to politics. Yeah, well, and, and that's the thing where Trump gets so much criticism for the way he talks and some of the things that are considered outlandish that he says. But you have to remember that for a long, long time, he was the first to start saying stuff like that whereas the left they were talking real reckless and and that was what was so crazy because a lot of people they they always look at obama as oh this guy with such class and integrity right because obama never had to say a lot of the things that trump has had to say because the people around him said it for him and 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 people just let it slide yeah all the crazy shit that when Rahm emmanuel was the chief of staff he used to say crazy shit Joe Biden used to say a bunch of crazy shit. Like what what he say about about Mitt Romney that oh Mitt Romney wants to put you people back in chains, shit like that. Like yeah. so oh it's cool and and Obama didn't check any of this. Obama never said oh no he shouldn't have said that that was uh, the wrong thing to say or anything. So for the longest Nancy Pelosi like went went, went crazy at the mouth at Bush. Yeah. So like for the longest the left was saying all these things. The, the media right, let it go unchecked. Though. Yeah, the media let it go unchecked. Yeah. The right let it go unchecked. Obama let it go unchecked, and and then and then 
<laughs> like the all the Rubios, the McCain's, all those people, they're just like, oh yeah, you know, we gotta let's play nice. Let's not, you know, we're not gonna say those things. And Trump is like, man, these motherfuckers been slinking shit. That's why when when uh, who was it, Michelle Obama, that said, when they go low, we go high. Like, what are you talking about? Y'all been going low. You yeah, guys, it's so easy for you to say that because <laughs> dude is getting all this media coverage. For everything he says, but y'all been saying like fucking reckless shit. But see, because it was the opposite way around, so it made Obama like we would see that because we're into politics. So it's like that passive aggressiveness, like you let all these motherfuckers bully these people, and you're like the angel. Whereas with the Republican Party, it was the other way around. Because you're right, the right was like completely okay with with yeah. that 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 playing field, and which is like not an even playing field. So what happened? Was the disconnect happened between the people voting for the right yeah. and, and the right. And then when Trump came, I mean, Trump was one of, or actually the guy fueling the birther movement, which is nasty politics, but politics nonetheless. Like he was like, oh, well, we motherfuckers believe that shit. So I'm going to feed into this because this is how these motherfuckers play. They want to play dirty. Yeah. And, and, and then obviously fast forward to 2016 again, he played as dirty as it gets. And and no one else was willing to get dirty with him. Poor Jeb Bush. <laughs> but but these but the thing is, see, it's one thing playing dirty and everybody's playing clean, but they've been playing dirty. Yeah. So he's pretty much saying, when are you motherfuckers gonna do what you need to do? Yeah. It's to a, win. Yeah. Because yeah. they're 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 obviously doing it. It's just it's just a lot more jarring because it's like, again, it's like Obama has all the shooters, and then Trump comes in as like, I don't need shooters. I am the shooter, yeah. <laughs> which is a lot, a way more jarring. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Trump was 50 Cent. <laughs> Obama was Jay-Z. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like a completely different set of rules. Like, and, and that's and that's why people, I guess, is jarring to see that. And it's like, well, you know, that's, that's what Trump is. So I, I can't be mad because from a little kid to now, Trump has been the same guy, you know? So... It's not like I've, it's like a complete different, you know, 180, you know. So, so what happened between when I was young all the way up to 2016, where now because he runs for president, now all of a sudden it's, it's, oh, it's all bad now. Mm -hmm. But you left it, you, you thought it was cool before that. But, but it is what it is. But again, Trump, McCain, that, that's one of the things that, you know, they, they, they disagreed. But that, I don't think that, like you said, Trump supporters, should should be so quick to be like, oh, fuck McCain and all this. Like, look, dude put in his time, agree with him or not. An American hero, I mean, and we haven't even talked about the fact that what kind of led to his rise of fame, which was, well, he was a, a, a POW, right? Yeah. And during the Vietnam War. It's like, like a lot, of, it was like five years I mean, that's why, like, I remember I remember they even talked about it when, when he was running for, for presidency in 2008. How, like, that's why he can't even raise his, his arms, arms, you know? Yeah. So it's like, to endure that. And then and then even listening to him talk about it, because I remember when he would talk about it, he never talked about it like, oh, those fucking Vietnamese. Like, he, he would talk about it kind of like, again, very straightforward. Like, listen, we were at war. They weren't going to be nice to me. I don't hold any animosity towards them. Is war that the, yeah. these are the rules of war? They're not going to be nice to me. So, so you could tell that his character was one that you would want 
in in in, in a soldier, you know, and, and and a person, you know, like a strong-willed uh, person. Obviously, just tremendous spirit. And rest in peace to John McCain. So, absolutely agree or disagree. So moving on to the next thing, kind of coincides with a little bit of what we were just talking about. How the left does some dirty things. It's okay. It totally gets overlooked by the media. And one of those things was all the corruption that we found out later on that took place in the DNC. The, the whole corruption when it came to Bernie Sanders and pretty much the DNC and Hillary plotting against Bernie so that he would not win. And all of, again briefly went over by the media but for the most part gets overlooked the whole email scandal all that stuff so much like corruption that just gets totally overlooked now trump is in a situation because of his longtime attorney essentially saying that he broke campaign finance laws at the direction of donald trump so he took a plea deal and this is what's crazy because there's a lot to unpack here because some people say oh well trump could just always pardon him so that that's one thing that that could be the other thing is my theory that i had previously and to some degree i i think it still may hold that a lot of this shit is staged that i i a part of me feels like they knew that this this point would come yeah and a lot of this might be might be planned out yeah. so maybe cohen said just enough where he knows it looks where it looks like he's cooperating yeah. with with the feds but but the reality is is like that this whole thing is fucking a charade that's possible and i remember uh, uh when we were younger me and Neil, we were talking about like writing this script. Like there's this like this this little like movie that we were thinking of, and we were thinking that like in the script these are like street dudes or whatever, and that if ever they got caught and like one of them was forced to wear a wire, they already had like pre-planned stuff that they knew if that was ever said. So you know I'm wearing a wire. So to to so, the authorities it looks like this guy is cooperating. Yeah. But to the friends it's like oh they know. They know that that oh like you know like what's up, mom? <laughs> I'm going to be late for supper. <laughs> <laughs> well, Some obviously, like that shit. more more complex than that, but <laughs> great as shit. Well, yeah, I mean, look, listen, I wouldn't put it past them because Trump, Stupid, mom, I'm going to be late for supper. <laughs> that was a funny ass fucking scene because <laughs> fucking uh, Matt Damon is just yeah. just call your fucking mom. Yeah. Dipshit, yeah. he's like, he calls. They fucking burn the whole place. Yeah. If you guys don't know the reference, get your movie game up. It's The Departed. The Departed. Yeah, but but yeah, I wouldn't put it past the Trump administration or Trump himself because, contrary to what people say, which is that the dude's a dumbass and he's stupid. No, he's not. No, like, this guy is 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 very strategic well, and knows even, what the hell he's doing. Even even so far, even so far, they pulled up this graph the other day, and this shit is so crazy. This is bad journalism. Yeah, they talk about all these people around Trump 
that have been, I guess, brought down by the feds, like Michael Flynn, Paul Manafort, and, and, and you know, they keep saying, oh, they're closing in on them. Do you realize that these people are getting, they're getting indicted for crimes that have nothing to do with Trump? Like, yeah. like and then, oh, first off, before we even get to that point, first off, before we even get to that point, we got to re- realize that this whole thing started with, like, Russia collusion. Yes. This has nothing to do. None of this now has anything to do with Russia collusion. Now it's about campaign finance and where campaign finance laws violated. Okay. All these other people. You know, Obama had a, a campaign finance deal. Law that, that was broken. I know, but they don't. They, this is Trump. They yeah. want him out of office. This is a, this is a different thing. <laughs> the thing is this, though. Th- this is the This is the funny thing about it is. The only thing that really out of all these people that actually connects to Trump is is Michael Cohen and like what he's alleging took place between him and Trump and what Trump directed him to do. But it's to me, I'm not so worried for Trump legally. I don't think if this is going to lead to impeachment or anything. What I'm worried about is is the the negative effect that it's going to have politically. Oh, yeah. Because now, now it's like, it's making people question, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the reality is the law is not even straight. Like, let's say, let's say that it, that we do find out that like Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal and all these other bitches were paid off. Okay. Even on that, the law is not necessarily straight on whether or not that's breaking campaign finance laws because yeah. the the <clears throat> argument is, well, that could have been considered a personal expense. Yeah. You know, and then especially if it's if the funding from it is not coming from campaign funding, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like how is it being redistributed, all of that stuff. So there there's all that that they need to look into. So they're really, really, in a sense, sort of splitting hairs when it comes to that. But they're do, they're going to be willing to do all of that yeah. just to bring him down. But let's say at the end of the day, that is the case. The issue is all of this leading into the 2018 midterm elections. And let's say this blue wave does come and the, and the Democrats take the House. Now you're. I'm seeing a bunch of articles of of them saying that Nancy Pelosi's goal will just be to just keep throwing investigation after investigation after investigation at the administration mm. to essentially cripple them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And now it's news after news after news, negative news, and then and that doesn't deem well for the for the. Uh, the administration, especially going into 2020 and to the election and all of that, yeah. because it's like people it gets to the point that even though these are just investigations and accusations, now people don't know what to believe and, and all of that stuff. The, the good thing with this particular situation is I don't think there's many people out there that believed to from the get go that Trump never slept with these women. I don't think many people ever like even believe that. Yeah, I mean, and I think there's yeah. a, a a big population of people that see these women as kind of like nasty and gold diggers because it's like, bitch, yeah, you're trying to get your 15 minutes of fame, yeah, off the president because like you 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 let him ride you out, but at the end of the day, this has nothing to do with politics or policy or him being a good or bad president. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and, and not only that, but, I mean, come on. We voted the guy that said grab her by the pussy in. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did we vote him in? As, as, as America, because you already knew the motherfucker was a billionaire playboy. So I, I don't feel that, that that angle works. It's just like you said, though. It's just an onslaught of just like, think of it like like, like in boxing. Like a boxer could win just by jabbing, you know, like yeah. and being strategic because you're just keeping the guy at bay. And and that's where I don't know if if I guess I guess once the primaries happen, you you kind of get a an idea of of where people's heads are at because I feel that people did overlook a lot that and by me what I mean by a lot is the fact that like obviously Donald Trump is not a typical candidate, which people kind of were they overlooked that. They were like, oh, well, we need somebody who's fucking going to say how it is. That was kind of like what people, yeah. people who supported him, that's the basis in which they came at the realization, like, oh, well, this is what I'm going to vote for this guy. So I don't know that 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 it'll hurt. The only thing is the, the Michael Cohen thing is like, like you said, what do they know? What is he saying? You know, like, and then from there, w- what happens will kind of give us a better idea of, okay, is this, is this going to really hurt or is this just like some, some else? Is this like the stormy stuff? Cause like the stormy stuff, they really pressed that issue, but like it, it didn't really do anything. You know, like it didn't do anything. The shit, the grabbing by the pussy, like one, one, one week, his poll numbers are down and then like three weeks later, everything yeah. is all for, but forgotten, you know? So it's one of those things where, I guess it, it depends on the information and 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 what happens like how, how how detrimental that information is or if it's just like a nothing burger. Like just like how you said, maybe it's just their way of just like, yeah, let's let's feed it into them. And then to back that point is like Trump was very was well aware what he was gonna be fighting against. Cause even before the campaign and 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 when he won the presidency, it was war against the media. So he knew, like, okay, I gotta set these pieces together where, like, I can always kind of. And that's his slogan, right? All oh, fake news media. Yeah. All oh, this fake news. Even even uh, with uh, there was a tweet. I don't know if I have it pulled up, where where he's talking about he's talking about the the Michael Cohen thing. <laughs> and along along those lines, he's like, "Oh yeah, it was obviously I did not know." Oh yeah, they said that that he knew about the meeting at the Trump Towers. He's like, "No, I did not know. That's just again fake fake news." You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that makes me feel like he he might be he might know that that this is where it was going to be coming to. Yeah. And it's hard for me to believe that his lawyer, this guy, his lawyer, of so long. That they haven't been talking or corresponding, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and that they haven't been strategizing. I don't know. It's just hard for me to believe that, especially him knowing that, as he himself put it, he is a, a witch hunt. You you know you know that they're coming after you. Yeah. I don't know. I I find it hard to believe that there wasn't some strategy put in place yeah. when, when all of this, and then especially like having all that money and being surrounded by lawyers like i don't i don't know i don't think that 
that everything is as simple and cut and dry as they're making it out to be. And and even then, like this is this came out. Uh, this was on August twenty fifth. This is what he tweeted. This is a tweet. So Michael Cohen's attorney kind of clarified. So 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 Michael Cohen's attorney is already backtracking from what Michael Cohen said. Uh huh. Which is like then it makes me feel like oh so are they just playing around now? So why what did he say? So so this is what Donald Trump said. Once once uh, Michael Cohen's attorney spoke and said no 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 this is not what we said we said this I don't want you guys to run with this story like Michael mm-hmm. Cohen's like talking to people. So Donald Trump's like, this is what he tweeted. Michael Cohen's attorney clarified the record, saying his client does not know if President Trump knew about the Trump Tower meeting, parentheses, out of which came nothing, parentheses, close. The answer is that I did not know about the meeting, just another phony story by the fake news media. Mm-hmm. So already, last week, there was one thing coming from Cohen. Now Cohen's attorney is saying, no, 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 no that's not what he said. And now, now he's... You know what I'm saying? So it's, it seems like they're just playing around. Yeah, who knows? You don't know what 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 what's really happening, or if it's gonna be one of those things where it's like this is this is another dead end, right? Like at the end of all this, Michael Cohen like tells the authorities, "I was fooling y'all." <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting pardoned. <laughs> you so, know who knows? Yeah, and it, 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 it's it's just crazy because you let the media tell it and it's like they think they and that's what i hate about it it's like just let the shit run its course like right away oh we got him we got him we got him no just it's like you're so critical and again i go back to the bertha thing when people were like oh obama's an arab he's a muslim and then it's like, no, he's a Christian. Well, his dad's Muslim, so he's half Muslim. Oh it was like, gosh. people are that stupid, right? <laughs> it, it, South Park. Yeah, right? <laughs> people actually said that shit. That's what's fucked up. Like, people oh my said shit like that. <laughs> and I was like, do you, do you realize how retarded Muslim. you fucking sound? Like, do you have proof that Obama's a Muslim, yes or no? Um, and, that he, and was he born here, yes or no? Because you're talking out of your ass. And this is how I feel like the media portrays every little uh, like news clip or every every little like just you know like normal shit that's going on in the investigations oh we got we got him everyone we got him michael cohen said this and then you see this so i feel like like trump knows that and 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 he does it over and over again he did it with the girl from msnbc with the, with the oh, taxes Rachel, yeah yeah uh, rachel maddow where she's like, oh, I got his returns, and they made a whole big thing, and I bet people were just sitting down, and it ended up being nothing. Yeah. And it's like, you guys are looking stupid. So I guess we'll see. The What's crazy about this is Mueller, the left, the media are making Donald Trump seem like fucking Thanos. <laughs> like, the, 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 yeah. like, on some real shit, it's like... you. We can't beat him. Like, like if, because to me, I keep saying, like, it's what was crazy to me is like, I keep saying to myself, if, if Trump gets past this, he's indestructible. Like, like the, the ground by the pussy thing. I was like, man, if this dude was able to get past this, he's in, excuse me, he's indestructible. Is he able to get past this? He's indestructible. Able to get past this? Indestructible. And it's like, they keep throwing stuff at him, and it's like he just keeps rising over. Like today, today, 
the they the 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 trade they made the trade agreement with Mexico and the stock market shot up. Yeah. Oh yeah, because NAFTA no more, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw that, but like no one's covering that. Right, but the thing is, there's even though the media is not covering it, there's so many people reaping the benefits from it. Yeah. Like like my stock shit went up today. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Right there, it's just like so. You guys can cover what you want, but if we're, I'm creating real world results, I don't know. That's kind of hard to argue with. And we did say this episodes ago. At the end of the day, what the American public care about first and foremost is the money. Like they want to live good. Mm-hmm. They want to have opportunity. And if that's there, that's a big, big piece. And, and if you see what his campaign ran off of, that's what they ran off of. And if you see what so far from, from the start of his presidency to now, I mean, you know, let, let's skip all the controversy, but let's just look at, like, the paperwork, you know? And it's all really, like, business-oriented, mm-hmm. you know? Trade deals. Um, Dodd-Frank regulations that aren't needed you know like all all these things it's just business 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 even the the tariffs which i don't agree with but i don't think he even wants the tariffs i think what he's doing is he like some art of the deal type shit like like using it as leverage to bring them to the table yeah exactly and i mean if if he worked that stuff out with mexico obviously that could work with with China mm-hmm. that could work with with you know other countries and and that's the thing like it's been very very like on the on the on the law side or on the business side and then also he's been kind of like a judicial president so those are the two things mm-hmm. which I felt like that you know, the judicial part I didn't anticipate that many judges being put by him but um but even then, if you look at like the type of judges that he's put, has been more constitutionalist. So even that on that front is it, good. Yeah. But again, if you look at it from the media perspective and the circus that that it's all been, you know, and and obviously, let's let's be honest here. He he adds fuel to the fire. Just the, you know, like, just today with the whole flag thing. You know, that's who he is. He's controversial. He could be petty. He could say shit that other presidents won't say, but that's who Trump is. And and since he's already set the precedence that this is who he is, that's it's not going to really hurt him. Yeah, it may to some degree setting that precedent makes him immune to a lot of shit that others would not be. Yeah. So we'll see what what pops off. But yeah, that's crazy. I forgot about that NAFTA stuff. So moving on to a story that we're. Touching up on from last week, Asia Argento, one of Me Too's lead voices, had some evidence come out against her that uh, is kind of contrary to the story she told. So just to touch up on on the initial uh, segment from last week, she was... um, very prominent in making accusations about Harvey Weinstein. I guess they had, uh, I want to say, four-year affair. 
in which he said in some cases the sex between them was consensual in other cases he raped her or assaulted her uh not a lot of if any evidence was really ever presented against harvey weinstein that was like truly incriminating i know there was that one audio uh tape but even that wasn't incriminating it just showed him kind of in creep mode trying to convince a woman to have sex with him but yeah. nothing in the realm of assaulting her yeah uh, uh maybe you could say harassment maybe but not but no because even in there she never really like was like like set a boundary or put her foot down if i remember correctly yeah she she kept saying no but no in a oh no i, I, like I don't want to i don't like uh, it yeah, was, it, it was like uncertain, a... like but yeah. but yeah. Well, she said no, so it is what it is. So yeah, that was that's more harassment, but that's not assault in that particular case. Versus the pictures that have come out from that actor who at at the time was seventeen, that he alleges Asia Argento slept with him in a hotel room. Now has produced photos of them laying in the bed together. Uh, you, it's just like their shoulder and heads, so you can't see, but their shoulders, there's no shirts on, so they look like yeah. they appear as though they may be in the nude. And yeah. then uh, and then a text message. What did the text message say? Um, so this text message was to a friend of hers, and this is what she typed to her friend. I had sex with him. It felt weird. I didn't know he was a minor until the shakedown letter. So I guess the shakedown letter meaning that when right. he said, hey, I'm suing. Let me, let me get this fucking bread, Let bitch. me get this motherfucking bread, baby. Have a taste of your own medicine. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, I, essentially, that's what we were talking about last week is that's just so laced with hypocrisy. Yeah, but now we have a photo and now we have text messages. Which is crazy because to me, that is more evidence than anybody has come up with against Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. Like, that photo and text message is more incriminating yeah. than anything that has been that, that has been produced against Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. Because even Bill Cosby, the most incriminating thing they had against him was the unsealed... Um, uh, the, the transcript, the unsealed transcript of the... Wow, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Where for they the, for Bill Cosby's case, you're saying? Yeah, um, the deposition, the unsealed yeah. deposition. Yeah. In which he says that yes, he's used quaaludes with women. Yeah. But if you go back and and you listen to uh, Eddie Griffin's interview on on YouTube, he says how in that time. Yeah. Everybody was using Quaalude, so or just watch The Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> right? But you know what I'm saying. So, saying that you use Quaaludes on women is still not saying that that they were that they un, were unknowingly taking Quaaludes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's in the the messaging. For example, we talked about this I think last week, which was when it comes to this rape culture stuff. And how they get those numbers is like if you've had a drink. Right. Well, I mean, what does that mean, right? People have drinks. Now, if you're lacing the drink with something and then she doesn't remember and you're on some Rick Ross shit 
well, then, yes, that's fucking terrible and it's horrible. Right, but that's a different question. Yeah, it is, but but it's 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 like the same thing as, to me, if you're taking pills with somebody knowingly as opposed to like, oh, I didn't know this is what the fuck he was giving me. Right. And then he took advantage. It's the same... It's the same thing. It's like, and I feel like people they they skim through all that yeah. and, and don't. No, 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 no. You gotta know for certain if what he did was wrong, and we don't know. And, if, and ask these detailed questions. But yeah. again, oh, we didn't know. You yeah. don't see the media going over this. This is so crazy how the massive coverage that Me Too got, but now this which shows a glaring, yeah, glaring fallacy. In, in one of its lead voices, and nothing. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you obviously, because you're obviously going to get report, like, the stuff reported, right? But it's undeniable once, like, TMZ comes out with pictures that you have to report it, but in the rate of, of <laughs> how much they're pushing it, you know? Right. It's, it's definitely way, 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 way different. I mean, obviously, I don't agree with with, uh, I mean, well, see, this is the fucked up part because w- when it came to Weinstein or Bill Cosby, I didn't know. Again, I know the shit was weird with Weinstein and it didn't give me a good feeling, but, you know, I can't go off of that. I have to, you know, like, know more, right? right? Or with Bill Cosby, the same thing. Like, obviously, I don't agree with giving women drugs or anything or taking advantage of them if that's not what they want. But what are we talking about here? Let's let's find out. But with her, it's a little different because now you're seeing a picture where they're naked and the kid is 17. Well, we don't know if they're naked. Oh, yeah. They, well, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's half cut. But then based off of the fact that she says she's never had any right. intercourse, all of a sudden that's you have a, a picture where they're laying down. That's a weird picture to have with somebody who you didn't have sex with. Yes, exactly. So now it's like... Like right now, if a picture, if like I saw a picture of like one of our friends and, and like a guy like that, I would be like, oh, dude is gay. Our our friend is gay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I would be like, that shit, that's a gay ass picture to take because you ought to, that's like a sexually themed picture. And then she looks all like sleepy. So it's it's not a good look. So now it's like, and then also like the way it's cut off, like you said, it seems like they don't have shirts. And again, the fact that he's 17 years old, she's 42, does kind of paint a, a picture. So it's like karma, in a way, getting back at her for 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 the way she's she's approached the stuff with Weinstein. Because at times she she said, oh, like you said, he raped me. And then at times, oh no, I had a relationship with him. Right. You know, we we had. So now. This is kind of laced in the same level of like what's going on here. We don't know, and but yeah. again, you see the media uh, very, doesn't very really cover it that un- way. Unclear. But you brought up something, and I've been meaning to pose this question. We see what she did with Harvey Weinstein. There was accusations, a lot of unfounded accusations. And now we see this guy making accusations against her, saying that they slept together at 17, and he's essentially on the same thing. Obviously, it seems like he has more evidence to substantiate his claim, but 
it's the same realm of accusation. What is your thought of taking the politics out of it, taking the Me Too out of it, her being in her 40s and her sleeping with him at the age of 17? I know legally, legally, it's not it's not right. And the the law frowns upon it. Well, it depends. But at seventeen, yeah. at seventeen, if it was us and like it was one of our friends, and we found out that our seventeen year old friend, at, at us being in the same age group, yeah. had sex with like a forty something year old, we would give them props. Yeah, I was like, damn, so, you hit the forty. Club. So, so my my point is. Yeah. What he's doing, do, uh, how do you see it? Like just on some on some man shit. On some man shit, I would never do shit like what what he did. I would never do something like that. That that's not even in the realm of possibility, for, coming from me. That, but but no. then but then what do you what do you say to the people that would say, it still technically is rape. Well, see, and that's the thing because. I know in some states 17 is legal, but then it's like you can't be t- – there's like a cutoff point, right? Well, the, it's the it's the age of consent. Like at a, when consent. you get to a certain age, you are considered old enough and and mentally mature enough to consent to a sexual encounter. Mm. And in some age, some states it's 17, some states it's 18. Yeah. This happened to be – in a state where it was 18. 18, yeah. So, but that's the thing. If yeah. it was another state, if it was another state, it, that would not be a law being broken. Yeah. So that's my point. And, and the picture doesn't or, make uh, me feel like. Or another was, thing, yeah. there's cases like this where men, where men or, or, or your young guys, they're in a relationship with like they're 16. And and the girl they're with is sixteen. They turn seventeen. They're at the age of consent, but they've been with this girl for like a year. They have sex, but she's still sixteen. He's yeah. technically that's technically rape, even yeah. though yeah. You're that's right. even though she's not seeing it that way and he's not seeing yeah. it that way. But technically, he's breaking the law. And it, it'd be horrible if she. That's what I'm saying. That if, it'd later be horrible on, if, she if later on, if later on she was like, oh, he. Yeah, he raped me. I was sixteen. Well, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I know, and and that's the thing. Like at that point, that's like the the morality of it, and that's why I said like, exactly him doing that. To me, it's like it, it just wouldn't be a moral thing because even in the picture, like let's say they did right, the picture doesn't say they did it, but the picture does definitely say that he was comfortable yeah. next to her. So I mean. If I had to put my money on it, it's like, dude was like, damn, I'm getting a 42-year-old. Like, like, it's like, if I if I was I'm with a chick it. and I Snapchatted that too, you'd be like, oh, my man's about to hit. Like, you would not think anything other than that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't think, like, my man's about to have these Bible studies. With right. Her. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, my man's is that Bible study. <laughs> getting, getting some good word on the Lord. <laughs> like, what? No. What? Like, not even close. That's my point. Like yeah. that picture, it, it it says a lot, but on some man shit, I do agree with you. But what's funny is that's that's what's funny about this whole whole thing, is that 
he's bitch made in that regard because it's like, dude, you were 17. Come on. Like, stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Exactly. But whatever the law says, like you found a technical loophole and you're exploiting it. And it's the same thing for for the women. A lot of their claims was like, "Come on, stop it!" But they also found some loopholes, or or actually, they didn't really find loopholes. They were just making claims that they knew the world would believe. That and also the fact that, like, I mean, all of a sudden groupies don't exist in right. this world. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And and then in that same Eddie Griffin video that you're talking about, he made a very good point, a very valid point. He's like, "You're with a rich." married man he's the biggest comedian what the fuck did you think was gonna happen at the end like like you know what i'm saying like yeah what did you think was was oh i'll put it to you like this yeah. this this and and this for any any guy out there because i i don't know like like the women what their train of thought when it came to like the bill cosby thing or or the harvey weinstein or whatever Who who's the biggest comedian right now who would you say male male comedian. kevin hart Kevin, okay, perfect, yeah. good, very good. I remember he had a situation like that, right? Uh, not, not quite. Yeah, well, she was well, no, she was him. trying to extort him, but yeah. she never said he raped her. No, no, no. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But, but okay. So your girl, your girl, you find out was <laughs> this is so crazy. You find out your girl was was at a hotel alone yeah. with Kevin Hart. Oh. They out there having sex, baby. Right, like, like you're done, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. done. Like even in how much she denies it, like yeah. you're not. You're with Kevin Hart, <laughs> right? Like it's there's no yeah. like. What are you doing with him? <laughs> yeah. That's my point. Yeah. So no way. Exactly. Like yeah. there's just rational thought is like, why are you with this man alone in at hotel. a hotel? Yeah. There's no reason. There's no reason for you, and like the dude's married, and like he's what are you doing? Like and that's what I'm saying. Like. What do you think is the outcome here? You'd be very stupid to think that, like, they they were fucking <laughs> doing them Bible studies. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you, what are you talking about here? Yeah. And it's just the, the logic behind it. And and that, to me, that's, that's the problem with this situation. It's been muddled with a lot of, like, just really some far-fetched I, ideas, I mean. Yeah. You know, like. And, and and if you look at it, and I think we talked about it before, and like, and that's a good word to use, the far fetched ideas, and yeah. and that far fetchedness is also what dude is on with us, because it's also far fetched to say that oh I'm I'm this victim, I was seventeen, in puberty I didn't want to have sex like I was yeah. I'm a you know what I'm saying, granted at the same time I know what the law dictates and I know what the law says but. Yeah. When you're a guy, it it is a little bit different and that's why I, I posed that question earlier if we were 17 and we had a friend that had sex with a 40-something year old woman. Yeah. We more than likely keeping it real would have given praise. We wouldn't yeah. have been like, "Oh, bro, you know she raped you. You got yeah. raped, bro." Like we wouldn't have even thought like that. Yeah. We've been filled with toxic masculinity, <laughs> praising dude. <laughs> no, but but you know what I'm saying. Like it, it's just it's, it's just far fetched. And 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 we've said it before that the Me Too movement could have been had had the shit not got so far fetched. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think it's still. I think there's still something to learn from the Me Too movement that would be positive, but I think it's muddled with again like a lot of BS and a lot of 
it's just stupidity. You know what I'm saying? This is where you get the Anziz Ansari stories where it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of our face with that shit. Yeah. And, and it's like, instead, it's like, okay, well, social cues. I think that's a good conversation to have. Like, maybe we should be better at that. Maybe men should be better and women should be better. That way there's no confusion. You know what I'm saying? But I, I feel like <laughs> that's a good conversation to have, you know? Not like whether fucking how many drinks you have to have before the consent. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about here? Like, yeah, makes sense. And, and, and then also no, like, it's, it's made the dating, I mean, it's made the dating scene, especially for younger people, just a very confusing realm that I don't want any part of. And I'm glad that we had no part of it. Yeah. Because now it's like you don't know how to be. I, I would feel I would feel like I don't I wouldn't know how to how to go about it. Kinda reminds me of the big the big mouth episode. Uh-huh. Wh- where like they're making out and they're on like in the bed. The 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 I, I think it's like a it's a girl, it's a high school girl and a high school guy. Yeah. And like they're in theater class. And he, he tries to grab her head. <laughs> it's like, that's a social cue, right? Oh, you can give me... She said no. Well, then... But she said res, she said no resoundingly. And he kept trying to do it. Well, then at that point, that's kind of fucked up. Don't do that. She yeah. said no. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, it's one of those things that I, I guess we could learn from that. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about motherfuckers getting paid millions of dollars and three hundred thousand dollars now we have a guy accusing a woman which you know he didn't get raped well legally right yes yes but like we're talking about morally like come on dude you know you were in it to win it yeah get out of here but now he's getting paid he got paid three hundred eighty thousand, and now it's gonna be this chain reaction of like no did he get paid yeah Three, oh, three. that's even more bitch made. So you got the money and you still... Uh, yeah, what's well, the same shit as the Stormy Daniels thing? It's, yeah. it's pretty much essentially the, the same shit. Oh, uh, like, that's real bitch made. Yeah. See, well, well, well not the same because Stormy didn't say she got raped. She just said, I, you know... Yeah, but she was still, a, like, paid to I'm shut her fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, that's that's where we're at now in 2018. <laughs> I'm a whore. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, essentially, that's what she said. Yeah, yeah. Because well, she's mean, like, I she didn't is. get paid enough to keep my mouth shut. So, basically, you said you got paid to have sex and to shut up about it. So, you know, if if I did that and I got paid, that would kind of technically make me a whore, right? Like, I'm getting paid. So, so essentially, that's what she said. Yeah. Motherfuckers were cool with it. It's 2018, baby. Live a little. Well, that's our episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Keep listening every week. We will be back next Tuesday. Remember, we are now on Spotify. So if you know anybody that uses Spotify, share the episodes with them. You yourself can listen to us on Spotify. If you're listening to us on Apple, remember to rate and subscribe. I mean, rate and review. It helps us a lot. Obviously, subscribe so you can get the weekly episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow. See you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.